we but mirror the world. All the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found within us. If we change ourselves, the tendencies in the world will also change. This paraphrased quote from Mahatma Gandhi is the basis of the program you are about to hear. I'm Dedalian, and this is Shining Stars, a program dedicated to searching out and bringing attention to individuals and organizations that are fostering positive change within our community and within our world. My guest on Shining Stars today is a part of an organization known as Samaritus. Now, the scope of what Samaritus does in our community has several avenues, enough that I found it difficult, actually, to summarize their role in only a few sentences. However, one of their main objectives is to act as a refugee service, helping families from around the world to settle here in Michigan, and that will be the primary focus of our conversation today. My Guest is the community outreach team lead of the Refugee Youth Services for Samaritus, and her name is Kayla Park. Welcome to the show, Kayla. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for coming in and uh, talking with me a little bit about uh, Samaritus and uh, kind of what the organization does here in our community. And it was actually out in our community that I first got to know you guys. Uh, you and I were at an event in Grand Ledge. And there was a point where uh, you had a booth set up, came over to talk to you a little bit about what specifically Samaritus does. And at the same time, I was like, what exactly does that name mean? Mm -hmm. In retrospect to me now, it seems obvious, but why don't you go ahead and give me a little bit of details as to what the name Samaritus is from and what it means. All right. Well, actually, before we used the name Samaritas, we were Lutheran Social Services of Michigan. And then we changed the name to become more inclusive and let people know we do not just work with Lutherans. We chose the name Samaritas from the story of the Good Samaritan, which is a story about uh, caring for others, especially those that might uh, we might feel are different from us. Mm -hmm. And uh, itas is a suffix that means the state of being alive. So, and this is how it's been explained to me, uh, it is living life like the Good Samaritan. Okay. All right. And, and like I said, you know, as I get to be uh, now, now Samaritas, that's a, that's the correct way to say it, first of all. Yep. You got to just assume uh, Greek. OK, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to assume that I'm going to get my Midwestern accent in there every once in a while. It's just going to end up as Samaritas every once in a while. So forgive me for that. Well, with Samaritas, Samaritas, uh, what I, I started to realize uh, prepping up a little bit to do this interview, there is a number of avenues that uh, the organization is a part of. Could you kind of just touch on those a little bit? Yeah. So Samaritas uh, really does a number of different services throughout the state. Uh, I think perhaps we are most well known for foster care, uh, senior living, affordable living, and obviously refugee resettlement. Okay. And then that includes our refugee foster care program, which is one of only about 30 such programs in the United States. And that arm is uh, kind of where you are, well, where you do what you do, uh, the refugee settlement. Pivot point of this show is positivity and how we look at it, how we view uh, positivity, what we feel is to be positive change. Um, I am all about seeing that positive change, and Samaritas definitely is a part of that as far as I can see. So tell me what your definition of positive change is and how do you feel that Samaritas fits into that definition? 
I think that I might have a very broad view of positive change. Uh, I think that positive change is making any kind of change for the good and the betterment of the world, no matter how big or how small. And this could be something external um, that you can see other people do, such as feeding the hungry, providing food to those who are in need. But also it could be internal. So someone developing a deeper understanding of empathy that maybe they didn't have before. And I would consider both those external and also the internal things positive change. Okay. And uh, Samaritas, we seek positive change. Our mission is serving others as an expression of the love of Christ. And so we seek um, positive change by serving others, improving their life, um, improving their lifestyles, uh, the quality of services and supports that they have access to. And hopefully uh, the work that we do and the work that other organizations like us do can be an inspiration to others to know um, that it is possible to make a change. There are opportunities to get involved and to serve others. And uh, that might lead to that internal positive change as people begin to realize, oh, I can make a difference. And this organization definitely does seem to be fitting into that uh, from everything I can see. And your role in Samaritus, uh, without even really knowing how much, you've likely had a lot of positive effect on a lot of people. Uh, So my question to you is, you personally, uh, is there anyone past or present that has had a positive influence on you, uh, be it direct or indirect, and has it guided you towards uh, what you are doing now? This is going to be a cliche answer, but it is a very truthful answer. Um, it's definitely my parents. Okay. Uh, my. It's not as cliche as you think it is. <laughs> oh, that's that's shocking. My mom, uh, I just grew up seeing her faith in action, which is a faith that is very rare, and she held everything she owned uh, with open arms, both Mm -hmm. her time and her possessions. She was always volunteering and welcoming people into our home. She still does, welcomes people into her home. Uh, If it's her home, it's your home too. And then um, my dad is one of the most laid back, friendly, easygoing, non-judgmental people. It doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, what your background is. He starts talking to you and in five minutes, he's probably invited you fishing. (laughs) And so I got to just witness the way they went through life and it definitely um, shaped who I am and what I prioritize. Uh, Do you consider yourself to be a positive person? That's hard to answer as an individual. You'd have to ask those it's around me. <laughs> I, I, and I completely agree. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I always kind of wonder, is it something that we're born with? Is it something that we have to uh, learn and develop? What do you think? I know that uh, for me, it does often take intent uh, sometimes, uh, checking the way that I think about things and making sure that I can um, Bring a, bring a positive perspective into some of the challenges that we encounter or some of the things that we hear about in the news. Certainly. I think that sometimes when it's most natural, that's when I don't think about it because okay. it is so natural. Uh, so sometimes it, it comes naturally and sometimes you have to try. I don't know if I could answer your question. I think you answered it just fine. And I think it's uh, something that we're all kind of in the same I, f- I feel like these last couple of years have had a moment where we are all kind of looking at it and it, it, it takes a little bit of work to keep that positivity going. Um, Samaritus, uh, also works with, uh, volunteers, of course. And, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of positive folks out there that would love to get involved. If I was to volunteer for Samaritas, what exactly would I do? Well, we look for mentors, uh, especially it seems we always have a need for male mentors in the Lansing area. 
um, with a preference for Spanish speakers, but that's not necessarily a qualification. And mentors will spend a few hours with the youth every week or every month and just help these refugee youth who are new to the country kind of learn a little bit about the culture and prepare for independence and have an additional adult in their life who isn't necessarily their foster parent. Uh, so just someone else to kind of speak into their life and provide encouragement. We look for tutors uh, to support our youth as they get caught up in school. For many of our youth, their education was disrupted during their flight from their yeah. home country. So that's a big need. And then obviously, although it may not fall under volunteer, we need foster families. Okay. Uh, our foster parents, each foster parent provides the opportunity for a refugee youth um, to uh, come to this community to pursue a safe future here, to have mm -hmm. a home. Uh, many of our youth come from overseas and they're in refugee camps until we find a foster family for them. Uh, some are in shelters of the Office of Refugee Resettlement at the border uh, and don't have a place to go until we find foster families for them. We also look for families to rent a room to youth who are transitioning out of foster care, who are okay. still receiving services from us, but are a little more independent and beginning to practice living on their own. Uh, and then we are always looking for people to join our team on staff working for okay. Samaritas uh, and to serve the youth that we work with and our mission that way. Okay. Uh, and when uh, you're talking about staff, uh, we, we were just talking earlier about uh, the fact that you guys are currently at this point in time uh, looking for individuals to become a part of your team. Is that correct? Absolutely. Where would they go to get information on that? So they can go to our website, Samaritas.org. Uh, there is a careers page where you can see what careers are available. That's also where they would see more information and where to sign up for volunteering and learn about foster care, too. So it's all on our website. And, of course, like we were talking about earlier, the primary focus of this is, of course, the youth refugee uh, services. But even beyond the volunteerism that you were just talking about, there is plenty of other avenues that uh, people could get involved with beyond that, right? Yes. I always encourage people just to pursue whatever they feel called to, whatever is on their heart. When you're working in social work and social services, it's not a competition. Each person has a drive that is leading them to pursue and fulfill some particular need. Uh -huh. uh, so I encourage people to figure out what that is. And then if that falls within the realm of what we do, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to us. So what exactly do you love the most about what you do? That is also very hard to answer. I love, um, obviously, again, kind of a cliche answer, but knowing you are helping to make a difference in the lives of others, when I uh, get to hear the stories of the youth that we work with and see who they've become uh, while, they were, while they were in our program, while they were here in our community, it's always such an encouragement and a reminder, oh, this is, this is why we do what we do. Uh, they've started a business, they're pursuing social work in school, mm -hmm. and uh, this is all because of uh, the work we do in the community, and that's an encouragement. And then kind of going off of just the main theme of this show itself, it's always nice, especially in this day and age, to see the good that other people are doing. And mm -hmm. when you work for a nonprofit, you're in a very unique position to really see mainly the services other people provide when they reach out to you to volunteer, when they want to donate, you really see the best of the world. And so I'm, it's, I'm very, I love that aspect of this job. Well, cliche or not, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Once again, could you give us that website and uh, probably spell it out a little bit just to make sure that uh, we've got it? Yeah, it is Samaritas.org. That is S-A-M 
A R I T A S. And I only say that because I kept mixing up the I and the A all the time, and I oh, kept no. typing it in wrong. <laughs> I want to say thank you for all the wonderful work that uh, Samaritas does. And I want to thank you for joining me here on Shining Stars, Kayla. And we are going to finish up with one final question. This is the conceptual question that I ask every single one of my guests. Are you ready for it? All right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If you had the ability to snap your fingers and put one thought into the collective consciousness of the entire human race at the same time, what would that thought be? Uh, so, you know, the golden rule, love your neighbor as yourself. I do. Uh, if at one time everyone could think to themselves, my neighbor is as important as I am, and then take all of the preoccupation they have with their own well-being mm-hmm. and spread that to everyone around them, feel that same amount of, of worth of all those around them, uh, that, that's what I would like to see happen. That would be a crazy world. So everybody be good to each other, basically, right? Yeah, con- novel concept, huh? <laughs> I think we're starting to see it a little bit more mm-hmm. all the time. So, Kayla, once again, thank you for coming in. And thank you, of course, for doing everything that you do with Samaritas and, of course, the great organization as well. well thank you. Remember, we can all contribute something good to this world, no matter how big or small. A simple smile, a friendly gesture, that's all it takes to expand the power of positivity one inch further. I encourage you to find your shining star within by being the change you want to see. Thanks so much for listening to Shining Stars and, of course, sharing your time with me today. I'm Dedalian, and you can listen to this episode of Shining Stars On Demand along with other LCC Connect programs at lccconnect.org. 